0: Hello and welcome to Last Week in Finance. Today is March 21 of 2021, so let's get right to the numbers, shall we? The S&P 500 went down this week, actually, almost 1%. A lot of movement on Wednesday. That day, Jerome Powell speak very interesting stuff and more on that later a lot of movement up on wednesday went way down on thursday i mean the market couldn't digest so much information and at at the end just close one percent for the week down the s&p right now is at 3913 points the DXY, the US dollar index slightly up, is right now close to the 92 point mark, 91.74 to be accurate, gold was bullish this week, over 1%, right now the ounce of gold is at what, $1745, silver, slightly up as well, 1.25%, Right now the ounce of silver is at $26.25 Copper actually down, it contracted this week It was very bullish for the year Minus 0.89% Right now the pound of copper is at $4.11 A big movement of the West Texas oil For the week, minus 6.22%. Right now, the barrel of crude oil is at $61.45. Another thing that was moving pretty hard was the 10-year treasury bond. The, The yield of the bond right now is at 1.726%, 1.726%, that means it moved 50% up for the week, and of course crypto guys, Bitcoin contracted almost 4% for the week, right now Bitcoin it's at $57,000, ok, let's start with the Jerome Powell thing, I don't know how to call it. I mean you remember that song of Bob Marley three little birds? Remember that part? Every little thing is gonna be alright. Well Jerome Powell tried to pull the same thing and in doing so he and the analyst of the Fed I mean they consume the same quantities of marijuana like Bob Marley did to do that, so the Fed expects a growth of 6.5% for the, for the year, I mean, I can't read this without laughing, and inflation, he's, he said that by this year we will have an inflation of 2.4%, that's up of the 2% inflation target of the Fed. But this inflation will be transient, quote unquote. I mean Jerome Powell doesn't go to the grocery store, he doesn't go to Walmart, right? But he says that by the year twenty twenty three it's gonna stabilize off the on the two percent target for the Fed. He also said in this is even more laughable the unemployment rate will be at 3.5% by the year 2023. I mean, you can make this uh, this stuff up and the Fed, well, actually, they're really trying. And also, he expects that by the year 2023, everything is going to be all right, just like Bob Marley did and... Ah, uh, by the way, but they're not gonna raise the Fed funds rate. It's gonna remain zero pound, and this nonsense of the of the ten year Treasury bond is it, it doesn't matter. Of course, the market, the market's gonna catch up at some point. It's sedated. It's sedated right now, and they're using a lot of marijuana. They're high to the eyeballs they think we're gonna believe this thing i I mean some serious investor is not gonna believe this but still that is his his power play that his card his wild card and you know come on you can't believe this you got to be kidding me so you're doing projections of a very healthy economic recovery when we still having seen the consequences of the irresponsibility of how both Fed and the federal government is managing this thing. This is not going to end well, I always say, but I mean, it looks like, I don't know, a Banana Republic dictator talking right now. I don't know what the heck is going on, but we know how the heck is going on but we know it's not gonna end well this is not gonna end well and I know that I'm sounding like a broken record Say this but I'm gonna say it one more time this is not gonna end well and well keeping up this week the stimulus checks started arriving and according to some measurements around 57 billion dollars were pumped to the stock market thanks to the stimulus checks people who had some spare cash but again some stocks, some ETF and at the same time you know they bought some crypto although it didn't buy this much the week actually they put some money on gold and silver they put some money on foreign currencies and, of course, real estate markets that are very hot, they are white hot. By the way, talking about the real estate market in Canada, I will promise my Canadian subscribers that I'm going to keep up on the Canadian market. And the thing is, and I don't have very good news for you guys. Right now, the housing bubble, the big housing bubble, that we had in Vancouver and Toronto they keep going up but that's not the major thing right now right now on small towns we have a very white hot real estate market and most likely a real estate bubble Nova Scotia recorded a 32% increase of real estate prices since the beginning of 2020 so, I mean, if you live in Nova Scotia, please let me know if this is accurate, but Nova Scotia right now is a, is a hot market. And I'm not talking about just Halifax, I'm talking most of the most important towns and small cities in Nova Scotia right now, they're in a white hot real estate market. And, of course, we're going to talk about right now of the unemployment rates, the unemployment rates in the United States, the unemployment, the jobless claims, I'm sorry. When, of course, keep, the new report is keeping it around over 700,000 new jobless claims in the United States. So, very good, Jerome. You are not looking that people still are filing for Unemployment benefits. Come on. I, I want to close with this. The the air travel is expected to be more expensive with less with less uh, with less deals for the consumers for the travelers. The prices for summer travel is going up. each week since, you know, the measurements of of travel are being less restricted and people actually are doing a lot of planning to travel during the summer. I mean, the expectations of the travelers is that by then, most people in the United States and, and in Europe they are going to be fully vaccinated, and now they can travel and, you know, go normal again. I mean, I don't know if ever we're going to get normal again, if we're going to have a new normal. But that's the expectations, and flights should be more expensive. Why is that? Because in the United States, or at least the United States Airlines make mo- the most money... Is with business travelers, and what is happening right right now is you know since the this, this crisis, the COVID-19 crisis, these big companies they spend they have huge they had huge huge budgets of travel for their employees. I mean their big corporate executive employees. So they bought this business class, this first class tickets and right now those budgets are being completely slashed I'm talking around 80 to 90 percent in many companies so they're not gonna buy these they're not gonna buy these these business tickets these these flights and right now the airlines are adjusting first they're reducing demand reducing flights and If they want to keep operating most of these targeted flights they're gonna be overpriced for the economic you know for the tourist travel that means it's gonna get way more expensive to fly for the average people in Europe not so much because they they rely mostly on tourism instead of business travels but still It's very likely we're going to see an increment of prices for the tourist travel. And I'm going to end with this note. Thank you for listening again. I hope you have a very nice week and take care. Bye bye.